this is Thoughts Become Things. With each episode, we'll help you reach the highest creative potential that God has for you. With your host, a teacher, life coach, a dream coach, and motivational speaker, Jeremy Lopez. Hello, good everyone, and welcome to another exciting podcast of Thoughts Become Things. I'm Jeremy Lopez, and I'll tell you, recently, we've had some really, really great things happen at the ministry. We really have. You know, I write a book every month, and we've got so many people on our programs getting the books, and I have so many people just saying, Jeremy, I needed this book this month, or Jeremy, this book challenged my beliefs, or Jeremy, I didn't think this existed, and now I have a like this way of escape, you know, from a, from a problem or situation. So I'm encouraging every one of you. I'm serious. If you're not on our hot off the press monthly book club you're missing out you need to join you need to be a part of that i mean you know especially those in the usa you save shipping and handling you know you get money off the book you get and whenever we do the study guides you get those free $11 value free. Plus, you get the ebook we send out every month that you should be, you know, to your email free, which is another $10.99 value. I mean, and you get the book in the mail the first week of, of the month. I mean, you, you can't beat this, guys. Like, if you, unless you just want to throw $20 or $30 down the drain every month, then, you know, don't get on the program. But if you want to save money, get on the program. It's so good. So I just love hearing these stories from people because I love people. I really do. So I wanted to respond today to a person who actually Send in a question to our ministry and ask me, you know, like, you know, what do I do? You know, I feel I always, I always feel as if sometimes that, you know, my friends don't ever, you know, respond to me. That in other words, they don't, they don't ever ask me to do anything. And I'm always the one asking. I'm always the one asking. And so this lady all of a sudden just quit asking. And, and it's been like, you know, a couple of weeks and a couple of weeks go by and she's like, I'm just not going to ask anymore. So I want to address that. And I want to sort of call today's podcast, you know, um, when, when, when friends don't ask. When friends don't ask. I think it's a good, good little hot topic we can talk about today. Trust me, we've all had this happen in our lives. And I want to bring some attention to this with friendships because friendships can be wonderful and awesome, but they can also be a little complicated. Trust me, I've been there. I've got some friends of mine that are best friends. I love them all very, very, very dearly. And, and they've been true. Uh, but you know what? To say we've never had issues or problems or butted heads. Hey, that's just life. <laughs> that's just life. You can't expect a better, a better roses with every relationship you're in, right? Whether it's your spouse or friendships or even kids, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna clash and you're gonna butt heads at times. That's just life, folks. In fact, sometimes if you work through it and you're mature through it, your friendship turns out even better than before because you got some stuff out of the way. You you sort of you know address the elephant in the room, as we say. And and one of the questions that you know when this lady had proposed this to me you know that she was saying she i just don't know what to do now in my friendships you know and, and then she started spiraling down into this like you know do they love me am i a bad person are they a bad person because that's what happens you you begin to create all this you know delusion of you know all these negatives you know when you see one thing that maybe you can't understand and here's the situation most people don't don't don't, don't really think about when it deals with friendships is when something comes up comes about I would rather you ask yourself the question and, you know, ask yourself the question and say, is it maybe I just don't understand the answer to maybe why this is happening versus what's wrong with them? They're a problem or maybe something's wrong with me. You know, are they mad at me? What's wrong with these people? Because when you bring forth this absolute 
it doesn't help out because absolutes pretty much point fingers at people, and it, and, it, and then it's always me, me or them, you know, or it's her or him. It, it, it intends to do that. You don't want that in your life, folks. You don't. Trust me, it's a bad place to be. So I always say, when something goes on, just say, you know what? I'm really, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep my cool, but I don't really understand maybe how this really works right now. You know, I'm not really sure, so I'm not gonna go ahead and write them off. Like I mentioned in my podcast a couple weeks ago, don't write off people. You know, and I don't really wanna, you know, assume that they're bad or that they don't love me. Uh, you know, I, I don't wanna do this stuff because really, you'd be amazed how many people I've spoken with throughout the years that said, and I found out I was wrong. <laughs> and that's a bad place to be. I mean, you know, it's a humbling place. We can say this, it's a great thing. It's a humbling thing to, you know, when you find yourself saying, and I realized I was wrong, or I misjudged the situation, or I misjudged them. So one of the best things you can do in your life is find it in your heart to start looking and saying, hey, you know what? Maybe I don't understand this. So let me just sit on it for a while and just play it out. And maybe just sort of a little bit of reflection on it just to make sure, you know, I'm doing what's what I need to be doing. And, uh, and maybe see what's going on with them. Maybe something's, maybe they're going through something. But here's one of the things I've come to conclusion on. One of the things I've seen with the friendships throughout the years is I'm a big initiator, okay? So I'm a big leader when it deals with, you know, contacting friends and saying and setting up. You know, we have this group text. It's like I like to set it up and say, you know, hey, you know, um, what do you, what, what is everybody want to do Saturday night? You know, what does everybody want to do for lunch? So, you know, let's all do this. Let's all do that. And then I'm, I'm just kind of this initiator to be able to do that, to sort of put it together at times. And, and you know, you're always going to have every relationship is going to be built on someone leading and someone following. And guess what? They're both needed. You don't need two leaders, right? You don't need, uh, you know, all those who are just following. It's a great, beautiful balance when you look and you say to yourself, hey, you know what? Uh, you know, I just sometimes, you know, um, I take charge on things. And here's the key thing. It doesn't mean that I'm going to look at them and say, you know, oh my God, they never take charge. What's wrong with them? They never contact me. They never contact us to do anything. Because when you begin to do that, what happens is you realize that all that's going to produce is just negative negativity and possibly like hurt and guess what's going to happen you end up hurting yourself and that person if that person knew they'd be like oh wait a minute i, I didn't i didn't hurt you did i i mean wow like or maybe you just hurt yourself you know and so you have to begin to realize that sometimes you you can find hurt and you can create hurt and you can create pain to hurt yourself even through what you're creating the situation that's really not even a real reality but you can create your own reality to feel as if you know what what? They abandoned me. They don't no longer like me. They now they like somebody else better than me. And is it is it true at times that sometimes people find other friends and maybe hang out with them a little bit more? Sure, it is. But it doesn't always mean you're a bad person. It doesn't mean that you know you're some kind of tyrant and they're just like, oh, stay away from him or her. You know, a lot of times you have to understand your role. And when it deals with friendships, you have to understand your role. My role, I've learned years and years and years ago. And I've always been this way. I've always been a type of leader. And I've never sat here and said, I'm a leader. I can, I'm the one that takes charge. I'm not that kind of person because it does, I don't really care about it. You know, it just naturally comes to me to want to put things together. I'm the one that will plan the vacation sometimes for the family. And you know? I'm sort of the one that says, Hey, let's do this, you know, and let's get together the friends. And that's just who I am. 
I just do that. And then when it deals with my own family, as far as my extended family, you know, well, my immediate family, such as like my mother, my sisters and stuff, I let them sort of take the role, you know, because you'd never, sometimes you just got to let sisters and mothers, you got to let them sort of run the show when it deals with the holidays, right? So you got to know your place. Is that, can I get an amen, guys? And so sometimes you just got to let, you got to know your place, you know? Um, and plus it's things that I, I love for them to take charge on and just say, hey, tell me, tell us what to bring. We'll bring it, you know, and just tell us what time. We'll be there. I mean, I love that. But when it deals with everything else in my life, everything else, I'm this sort of take charge type of guy, you know, uh, and I, I like that. It's just the role that I play. My friends know that. My friends know sometimes I like to, you know, I'm the one, you know, that'll do that. Now, here's the key thing. What happens if I was to stop? What happens if I stop sending a text, let's say, to say, hey, are we still going to get together? Or, you know, or like, you know, I got an idea. Who wants to get together for dinner so-and-so day? And, you know, and what time works for you guys? I mean, I do that. But what happens if I stop? Here's what's going to happen. If I was to stop, a lot of my friends would find themselves saying, you know, um, you know, uh, well, you know, we didn't get a text from Jeremy, so maybe the maybe he's busy, maybe the family's busy, maybe they'll, you know, maybe they're doing something else, you know, and so people will assume that sometimes, and it's very natural to do that, right? It's very natural to say, well, you know, they always, you know, we're all close best friends, you know, and if they don't contact, then you know, you sort of have this understanding that maybe they're just busy, because sometimes, you know, we're out of town, sometimes they're out of town, sometimes she's out of town, sometimes he's out of town, and that's just life, you know, and so you just got to realize, you know, hey, must be. Out of, out, of, out of town or something. But if I didn't, and they assume that, what do you think, how do, how do you think that Jeremy could respond? Now, I know how I could respond. I know how I do respond, but let's go into the could place. How do you think Jeremy could respond? I could respond by saying, wow, nobody contacts me. Nobody contacts us. Nobody wants to ask us for dinner. What's going on? Wow, I don't understand it. Maybe they found other people. Maybe they found other friends. And all of a sudden, all this drama that Jeremy's trying to create now that really doesn't really exist or doesn't even matter because all of a sudden, I'm creating my own rejection. Oh my gosh, that's they're rejecting us now. They don't want to contact us. So, you know, uh, And then all of a sudden, here's another thing. Then you can cross over into where that can become an issue with you of maybe anger or rejection. And through rejection, you'll find yourself saying things such as, well, I'll teach them. I'll show them. I just won't text them anymore. I won't, I won't contact them anymore, right? I mean, you can go in so many different directions that can be hurtful to yourself. And eventually, it could probably hurt them too. And they're probably thinking, what did we do? What, what's going on? You know, we just thought you were busy or they were. And so you have to look at that and say, here's the key thing. I'm thankful for my role and I'm thankful for their role. And, and, and sometimes within our relationships, you know what? They take the lead. Man, they, you know, you know, and they'll take the lead where places I want. But then other places, they just expect me to take the lead. And we, we have that sort of team, that sort of synergetic flow together, like families do, like spouses do, you know, like friends do. And you have to begin to look at that objectively and say to yourself, you know what? It's probably none of this I'm trying to think of is probably not even true. And then, because here's the key thing. If you are always relying on nobody contacts me, nobody contacts me, my question to you would be as a good life coach and a good friend would say, well, do you contact them? How often do you contact them? Well, I contacted them two weeks ago and they didn't contact me back in the sense of maybe not that time, but they didn't contact me this weekend. I'm always one reaching out. When you feel that way, here's what you need to do. You need to recognize and you need to really realize and come to the understanding that maybe they're just relying on you as a good leader to just make the first move. You ever thought about that?
You know, I, when I'm sort of, some things about me, uh, if people know Jeremy Lopez, they know that I'm a little old fogey when it deals with certain things. I mean, I'm, some things of me a little conservative, you know, and I like sort of the old school on certain things. 80s music, love me some 80s music with a passion, right? I mean, there's parts of me that sort of goes back some and sort of keeps a little bit of things that used to be or maybe traditions. But most of the time, I'm pretty progressive. I'm pretty liberal on certain areas of my life. And liberal is not a bad word, folks. You know, let's just get over that, you know. Uh, liberal just means you're a little bit freer on certain things. And so, you know, I could look at this and say, I'm not contacting them anymore. I'm tired of it. Now, you, don't, you know, they, I, I, I've contacted them every single time. But the key thing that what I do is I look and I realize really years ago, you know what, that's my honor. That's my honor. And they recognize that honor for me to sometimes take a lead in something and to send the email or send the text or, send or make a phone call. And, and you know what? If I have to do it every week, it's my honor to. It's my honor to. Now, if they didn't show up and put me off for, you know, every single week that I ask them for months, I'd be like, something in me would like, huh, I might need to find some new friends. Or maybe even just ask, just, hey, what's up with you guys? You know, what's up with, with her? What's up with him? You know, hey, you know, it, you know is, is, is everything going okay? Because true friends are going to talk to you regardless, right? But you don't need to find yourself in a rejected, you know, woe is me mentality. You know, I contacted them two weeks ago and I, you know, they didn't contact, they're not contacting me. Well, when you contacted them, did they do something with you? Well, yeah. Okay, so a week later, you know, you're expecting them. You're just reading their minds to, I contacted you. You should contact me. You know, we're not children here, folks. And you got to begin to look and say, maybe they are recognizing their role and maybe they're recognizing your role. Maybe it's a respective thing to say, you know what? We recognize the fact that you do take the lead a lot of times and maybe we love that. Right. So if you take the lead every time and you ask people to do stuff and they and they just end up doing it every time, you know, don't allow yourself to say, well, if I didn't ask, they're never going to ask us, <laughs> you know, because then then you realize that you have the potential of really hurting yourself. They're not hurting you. You're hurting yourself because you're not looking at this and saying, or maybe just maybe, maybe they recognize a gifting that I have. That I can't even see about myself right now because I'm so aggravated or mad or feeling that rejection. People will recognize your giftings and, and flow with your giftings just like you flow with your giftings a lot more than you think they do. But until you recognize that and say, maybe this is a good pattern we got going on here. If it works, don't fix it, right? If it's not broke, don't fix it. And so keep that. Keep that in the back of your mind. And don't allow something to come upon you to, you know, to just find this rejection. You know, we could be, think about it. We could feel rejection at any given moment. I mean, my neighbors next door to me, great people. Love them to pieces. But you know what? They never call me and ask me to do stuff. That's because they're neighbors. They're, you know, we have this neighboring relationship, but they're not my best friends, my best buddies and pals, right? So I'm not expecting that. But I could create a rejection to say, wow, you know, you're my neighbors. And we always say, hey, at the mailbox, but God, they never call me, never do anything. Maybe they don't need to. Maybe they're not meant to be your best friends. And so you see, you can create, you can create your rejection. You gotta be real careful, folks. And when, and when you reach that point, stop yourself and say, wait a minute, hold on, hold everything. I don't, I don't want to go there because then I'll end up hating or getting mad at them when I shouldn't and they won't even know what's going on. And then I feel rejected and I feel abandoned and all of a sudden I got this big, you know, uh, heavy suitcase, this luggage I'm carrying on my back, this heavy, you know, weight baggage and I that I'm creating that really didn't even need to be there because maybe nobody really did anything to me. 
And if, if, let's play the, let's play the, as we say in the South, let's play the devil's advocate for a moment. And if people did sort of not respond to you over a period of time, and you just kept on asking, kept on asking, kept, and you asked for a couple months, and they just keep on, if you don't talk to them, and you don't find out what's going on, you know what, then then you can't really blame them if you don't ask them. Well, they don't come, they didn't come to me to tell me. Well, maybe they just... Maybe they just feel awkward about it. Maybe they feel, you know, shy about it. I mean, we can't always expect people to be what we want them to be. And trust me, I'm talking to my, myself here. I have been there so many times, it's not even funny, where I'm sitting here and all of a sudden I hear my, my dearest best friends, you know, tell me, you can't expect people to read your mind, Jeremy, and you can't expect people to be what you want them to be. They're not going to be that. And so Jeremy finds a respect for who they are. Because do I love them? Do I love my friends and family members because they are what I think they should be? Or do I love them because I allowed them to be what they need to be to me and be who they need to be to the world and to themselves? And if I don't like that person, why try to force them to be what I want them to be? That's going to fall apart one day. Maybe I just need to bless them and move on, right? I mean, so you have to begin to realize. And when people tell me in life coaching sessions, you know, well, well, so-and-so hurt me. I would have done this, and I would have done that. And I'm like, right, you would have done that, but that, but you're not them, and they're not you. So we can't expect people to do what we feel like we should do. And how do we know what we feel like we should do is the right answer, or, or it's going to fix everything. You know, maybe if people were responding the way we thought they should respond, who knows? You might be the one that responds in a very bad reaction to what they came to you and said. Even if they said what you thought they should say. You see, you never really know, folks. So don't ever look at your life and say, why? Because what you're really saying is this. Why can't people be like me? Why can't people think like me? Trust me, I have been there. Good Lord in heaven, I've been there so many times. It's not even funny. That's why I'm sharing with you guys my vulnerability you know, throughout my life. Am I being healed from it? Absolutely I am. Do I help people all around the, the world to, to understand maybe where they're at in that situation too? Absolutely. But we have to begin to respect people, love them where they are, and realize if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. Don't force people. But sometimes people just recognize and they fit comfortably in you just being the one that asks every week. And they just follow suit and say, yeah, yeah, and you know, hey, that sounds good. Where do you want to go? Absolutely, we'll do dinner. Okay, where do you want to meet? Because then you recognize they're not turning me down. You know, if I skipped a week or two, then they call me. Ah, it's no big deal. As long as they're going every time I ask them, I, it, just, it just shows me they've put me into their niche. They've put me into a place in their life to say, we love that about you. You're the one that asks. And that's a beautiful thing. Maybe they respect your gifting more than you can see and respect your own gifting. So think for that. Think about that. Food for thought, folks. And I really wanted to bring this out today. Now, before I close in this podcast, I want to say something that, that probably 99.9% .9 of you won't understand, but I'm going to give a good shout out to my brother, uh, who is my cousin, who is one of my dearest friends. We have so much in common. We talk about deep stuff. I think people think we're crazy, but I want to shout out to my, my dear cousin, Stephen, who actually is moving to Austin, Texas, and I love him with all my heart. He's a dynamic guy, and so he listens to my podcast, and he always says, hey, I'll, I'll, meet, you. I'll meet you in the podcast world. So, Stephen, I love you, my friend, my brother. 
other, and I just will talk to you soon. But for all of you listening in this podcast, let me just say this to each one of you. Thank you for always being participants. Thank you for always being listeners, and thank you for always being sharers. Share with me through emails through our ministry. Share with me what you're thinking about. Tell me, maybe if you have a question. Hey, you never know. Mike can use it in my podcast and just talk, talk about it. Because sometimes we all just need to sit down and just at a round, round table and just talk. And sometimes just talking maybe makes you feel a little better. So, hey, thank you for sharing me your questions. As I always close out, I always say this one thing because it's so true. Thoughts do become things, folks. And that last thing that we always close with is this. If you don't like your day, i got a great idea for you. Change the way you're thinking about your day. Shift your mind into a better reality. Shift your mind into, into painting the picture of how maybe the rest of your day should look. And watch and see if your day will not slowly begin to turn around and it'll begin to work out for your good. Guarantee it'll happen. God bless. Have a good day. This has been the Thoughts Become Things podcast with Jeremy Lopez, helping you reach your highest creative potential that God has for you. For more episodes, products, and information on Jeremy, visit www.identitynetwork.net.